morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Tuesday morning, September 21st. So glad to have you along. I'm quite excited about what I'm going to talk about with you today because it's something that's made a big difference in my life. We get here each morning, we talk about the Word of God, and we, we talk about its benefits in our lives, and we're wanting it to be in our lives. Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about our attitudes towards the Word and the benefits of the Word. And I promised that we'd be talking about how the Bible teaches we should learn the Bible. Well, this doesn't mean we shouldn't use tools that aren't necessarily found directly in the Bible. And today I'd like to talk about a tool or a method that has helped me meditate on the Word. Remember Joshua 1 verse 8, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it. Think about it. Think about it more. Think about it more. The idea, by the way, comes from like a, it's the same concept as like a cow that would ruminate and it chews its grass and it swallows into its tummy in the first stomach and then it does whatever it does so it comes back up and it ruminates some more and it chews its cud and then it goes into the second stomach and then it comes back up and it chews it some more and then in the third stomach and I believe there's four of them. And the idea that shows us how it chews until it gets all the nourishment. We meditate on God's word to get that nourishment out of it and to enjoy it and to, to dig deep so that we may be careful to do according to all that is written within it. For then you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have success. This is what we want to have. Psalm 1 says that man is blessed who meditates on the word of God day and night. He'll be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. Boy, that's what I want. And I believe God's word has done that in my life. And I know it's doing it in your life. And the more we meditate on the word, get it into us, and apply it, the more we become like that tree planted by streams of water that's fruitful. And even in difficult times, even when others around us might be going through a drought, we've got deep roots. And so we stand firm and strong and fruitful at all times. I'd like to share with you today a tool that has helped me meditate on the Word. And that's the tool, journaling. Now, when I was a younger Christian, I tried to journal some because I'd hear about it. No one ever actually taught me how to journal. So I'd sit down, I'd write things I'd read in the Bible, and I look back, I have some of those old journals from way back in the mid-70s. And I would journal like it'd be like you know, long. Now, I know I'm long-winded, but it would be long. It'd be like two pages of fine writing and, and small print. And I, I would notice after a couple of weeks or so, I wasn't journaling anymore. Well, there's probably a reason. It was too hard. took too long. And I was a dedicated Christian. But, you know, it just, things that take a long time, we just tend to let them slip. By the way, it's probably why some people enjoy this live stream, listen to it, but after a while they kind of fade away because we just slip. And it's that long-term diligence that really makes a difference, is that perseverance. So I hope you do stick with me every day as much as you can and you don't slide away from even these. Back to the point. Several years ago, I was talking with some brothers and they, they were mentioning how they were teaching younger people to journal. And they were re referencing a book 
called The Divine Mentor by Dr. Wayne Cordero. He's a pastor of a church out in Hawaii. And I realized no one had ever taught me how to journal. I didn't really know how to do it well. I wasn't at all doing it. And at this stage in my life, you know, I'm an older guy and everybody, you know, who's going to teach me? It's like, don't you learn this in, in like early Christian life? And so I figured I better just go read the book and uh, figure out how to do it. I'm glad I did. It was really inspiring to me. And I'd like to share the, briefly the method he gave. It's called the SOAP method. And the SOAP method of journaling. So let me give you some hints that I've learned on how to journal well that I'd like to encourage you to do. Number one, first of all, you got to get a journal. And this is an example of a journal I've had. And, and I would encourage you um, to, to go ahead and spend some money on a journal because if you, if you get a nice journal, you'll be glad and happy to write in it. If it's just a cheap thing, you're probably going to take less pride of ownership. And, and this is something, this is going to be a treasure to you. If you journal, this is something you'll keep for years to come. These are how God has spoken to you. And, uh, and I might even, t I'm, I'm thinking here, I was thinking this morning that maybe we'll print up some journals and make them available to you so that you can have a nice journal that you're, you're, you know, that, that you're proud of. These are the treasures, the gems God has given me, and you'll have one available. Secondly, you get a nice pen. That ought to be obvious, but why do I say get a journal and a pen? Because nowadays we do most of our um, writing online with digits. And it's not nothing wrong with that. It's easy and it's fast. Something about journaling with a pen and writing with a hand, it forces me when I journal to slow down. It forces me to think. It forces me to articulate my words well. And, and because it's not as easy to erase it like you can hit the delete, the delete keys, it does force me. It makes me have to think well. And that's important when you're journaling. You want to think well. So I encourage you, instead of, I mean, if you really want to do it with your thumbs and on your phone or something, it's up to you. I have found that journaling by hand, writing down, is, it slows me down, makes me think more. Number three, you want to have, have a time, a regular time. Like we come here every day. Uh, a lot of you come live at 830 Others of you have a regular time. Some of you watch at lunchtime, some of you watch at dinner time, or you have a regular time. I would encourage you have a regular time, an appointment with God. That helps. And fourth, have a plan. Don't just kind of, you know, when you read, get in the Word, don't just periodically take, you know, you know, where you, you just flip through and say, where am I going to read today? Well, I think I'll read here. You know, that's when you just blindly open up the Bible. No, we want to have a plan. And I might suggest, as I was thinking and praying this morning, that maybe your journaling plan and process might be to journal off these daily words and prayer that we go through, that we talk about. Make it easy. Make it simple. And again, I do think a key to beginning any new habit is make it simple and easy. When you make it too hard, you ain't going to do it. Make it simple and easy. Step by step, you can have great results, little changes, great results. I often tell people on campus, you know, they, they say, wow, you know the Bible so well. I wish I knew the Bible that well. And I say, well, I've just been learning it little by little for a long time. And that's the difference. You don't have to learn a whole, you know, I, there was a time I tried to memorize a chapter a week. It didn't work, folks. It didn't work. But a lot of people, if you memorize two verses a week, 
You've got 100 verses memorized by the end of a year. You do that for 10 years, you've got, you've got 1,000 verses memorized. It adds up. Little by little, you build the, the God's Word within you. And so I might encourage you even to be journaling from what we do here, and I'll explain that more in just a second. So I mentioned the SOAP method. So you, know, you want to get your journal, you want to get your pen, you want to get your place, you want to get your time, and you want to have a plan. But now what's the SOAP method? It's real simple. This, the acronym stands for SOAP, stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, Prayer. And so when you get your journal, and like I'll show you an example here in a minute, I write down, you know, I just, uh, on my journal, if you can see it here, I write up at the top a title, but that comes at the end. I don't know if you can see it, excuse me, a title. But I just have like the scripture verse at the top, and I just write it down. And it helps me. You talk about memorizing. It helps me to think about the scripture and to remember it when I write it down. This is just a tool that helps us remember it. So often I think I know what a verse says until I have to write it down precisely. And then I well, what was that word? And I have to go back and look it up. And it reminds me of the importance. Writing it down helps with precision. Precision helps with memory. All right? Write it down helps you be precise. When you're precise, you tend to remember it. Secondly, I make some observations. What's this verse saying? It's so important that we don't, uh, you know, we talk a lot about application. What's this verse saying to me? What's this mean to me? What's God want me to do in light of this? But don't skip that step that get, helps you understand, well, what is actually being said here? What's the author trying to explain to the audience? What are some observations of the truths being put forth in this verse? We don't, we, that's important. That step can't be skipped. What is this verse saying? Make some observations about it. Thirdly, how's it apply to me? And write it down. The more specific you can be, the better. And fourth, and this is when I started to journal, to be honest, this is something I thought would be superficial and kind of, I wouldn't like it. And that is to write out a prayer. And you know what I've discovered? That writing out the prayer has been one of the nicest things, one of the most edifying things I've done in journaling. Journaling helps us take fuzzy thoughts in our mind that we think we understand. But if you can't put them on paper in clear, articulate ways, you don't understand it well enough. This is why this process, a tool of taking what's in my mind and putting it on a piece of paper helps me meditate, helps me be careful to uh, 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 apply and to do what I learn, and it helps me to, um, to turn it back to God in a prayer like we do here each day. It's important we pray over the Word, okay? Now, when I journal, I, then I, so I do my, script, my scripture, my observation, my application, I turn it into a prayer, then what I do is I go back to the top and write down a title. And then what I do is I have left a couple pages blank at the beginning, and I create my own table of contents here where you can see where I have the, the date, the scripture, and my title. And I've got a table of contents so I can always go back and find uh, 
you know, if I, if I ever want to find one of the, I remember journaling about something, I can look it up by the approximate date. I can look it up by the verse and I remember the title. There it is. And then I know right where to find it. Can I read you an example? I'll, I'll just read you an example of how this works. And to me, again, let me say, this is a very simple process. Very simple. And if you make it complex, you're probably not going to do it. If it's something that takes you an hour a day, unless you already have built that habit into your life, probably not going to do it. But if you, add, if you make it something short and simple, you will begin to build and day by day, building God's word into your life. It'll make such a difference. So let me give an example of one. This was this journal is, you know, from 2016 and 17. But uh, my verse is Romans 7, verse 4. And I'll just read you my journal entry here. With I'll try not to have commentary on it. You ready? The scripture. Therefore, my brethren, you also were made to die to the law through the body of Christ, so that you might be joined to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. Romans 7, 4. That's the scripture. Observation. We don't bear fruit by keeping the law, but by being joined to Christ. Christ is the key and the reason none of our self-efforts at righteousness worked. That's all I wrote for my observation. That's what the verse was saying. I think that's what he was communicating. Application. Learn more deeply what it means to be joined to Christ and believe it, live it, preach it. Explanation point. That's my application. That's simple. Prayer. Father, self-righteousness surrounds me. I hear students proclaim it every day. I'm sure I have it in subtle ways I don't even recognize. But I renounce self-righteousness and embrace the righteousness of Christ. I am joined to Him. I will hold on to Him and forever abide in Him. And only by this will I bear fruit for God. In Jesus' glorious name, amen. That's just a, That's pretty simple. One page. One page. It wasn't... You know, this didn't take me an hour to do. If you want to have an hour of Bible study, good for you. But if you're not doing something like this yet, start simple. I might even encourage that you simply take our daily word and prayer. Take the verse we share each day. Write it out by hand. It'll help you remember it. Make an observation. What are some of the things that you noticed? What are some of the things that I said in reference to that verse? Write an application. What are you going to do in light of that? Turn it into a prayer. Keep it simple. One page. You'll be surprised. If, you've, if you're benefiting from this daily word and prayer, this will take it to another level. And so I pray you will. Like I said, I just this morning thought maybe I'll get some journals made up that we can use here in this community of people that we get in here day by day and uh, make them available to you. I think it would be something you would appreciate and would help make our time more special. So probably going to do it, but I haven't even looked into it yet. Just got the idea a few minutes ago. Okay, Father in heaven, we want to build your word into our life. We want to let it bear fruit within us. We want to let your word richly dwell within us, the word of Christ, that it would richly dwell within us. We pray, Father, we'd be people who, like Psalm 1, on your law, we'd meditate day and night. That your word would be alive in us. And, Father, we, we pray that we would be people who meditate on it day and night so that we're careful to do all that it says. 
Father, I want to thank you for this simple tool that I know has helped me, and I know it's helped hundreds of other people. We pray, Father, that we would utilize simple tools like this and be diligent, diligent day by day. Lord, it makes such a difference if we just are building your word into our life. It will change us from the inside out. It will transform our mind, our thoughts, our heart. This is what we desire. I pray, Father, that you'd help us to be people. Whatever method we use, whether we write it out as I've suggested here or whether we use a different method or whether we type on our, our keyboard, whatever we do, we figure out how to get your word really dwelling richly within us. It cleanses us, Lord. It makes us new. It empowers us. It makes us adequate for every good work. Your word is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Might it have its mighty effect within us and make us adequate for every good work. We pray for this. We thank you and bless you. Take this day. Use it for your glory. Fill us with your spirit this day. Fill us with your joy, your victory. Fill us with your love. Might your love fill us and overflow <clears throat> to everyone we meet. And these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Hey, thanks for being along with me today. Join me again tomorrow as we continue to talk about how to learn the Word of God, how to really get it into us, and, and so forth, okay? Uh, make sure you, if you're new, hit the notify, the uh, subscribe, share where you're from, leave a comment. I always like to hear from you. And, and even if you're later in the day, I do, I do look back at the comments and, and appreciate them. And then, of course, share with your friends. Getting in the Word, that's what we need to do. God's people die for lack of knowledge. All of these promises, the church of God, the people of God, we need this now. We need the strength that comes from God's Word. It feeds us like food to our soul. So share this with others. Invite them to join us in this journey each day. I'll be here tomorrow. Look forward to seeing you then. Until then, God bless you. You have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.